so yeah the Humboldt Broncos that um, right now everyone is putting sticks out um, on their in the front of their houses to show support so I got a couple sticks out there in front of my house tomorrow too April 12th um, wear a hockey jersey day for showing support for Humboldt Broncos the most touching footage that I've seen the most touching uh, journalism that I've seen on the story uh, my husband showed me last night uh, interview with the assistant coach the surviving assistant coach a young man and his name escapes me right now but um, he's a guy who is currently providing a lot of strength for the players on the team he's not old but he's wise beyond his years he went through another accident road accident during a road trip with a hockey team where they lost two people hit them and lost their lives anyways and and after that accident the way he tells it he ended up um, taking painkillers for an injury addicted to painkillers um, he used drinking to cope with the trauma of the accident became an alcoholic and ended up uh, in AA and now not a drinker anymore not using drinking to solve his problems and he's become kind of a pillar of strength but not in a showy way he's a really everyday guy just like the guys you know we grew up with in British Columbia very uh, soft-spoken simple-spoken um, and he is getting the guys through up in the hospital and getting them through with some humor and sounds like he and a team chaplain are the ones who've had who were having to tell the parents um get past the news on when um they had lost a son that's hard to even say that anyways um so find that and watch it that was a really good interview it's a long interview there's lots of good stuff in it and it will um make some sense of all this pain uh for anyone who's feeling this intensely right now um yes it's a kind of feely kind of week of course daniel and henrik sedin retiring um totally overshadowed by this event and you know what the, those guys are so humble they would probably be they're probably perfectly happy with that i'm sure they were not expecting a fanfare they played so well in the final games that people are speculating that they definitely had could have had more years in them um and when I see people I mean my dad <laughs> who loves them but anyways um hi dad um my dad listening from Vietnam my one of my international listeners thank you definitely my farthest away listener I would say um so yeah heavy week um there is some ramping up for the playoffs of course very excited about that i think the series that one of the series that i'm most excited about is um boston toronto are gonna play playoff that's one of the series i'm gonna be watching most um and then who are ducks playing and then there's the los angeles vegas series i'm really excited about that one but anyways i don't want to talk about playoffs i'm still on pep talk because i got more pep talk goods so playoff point being that there's some goodness and some excitement coming to us we got to go through these dark days first um i'm listening to a book on audible right now called the road to character by david brooks and it's 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 life-changing oh my gosh on your journey towards whatever dreams or goals you have for yourself or your family, um, you need to keep 
having excellent role models. Keep excellent role models in front of you so you don't become a huge asshole because it's really easy in the sports world to become a jerk, I think, because if you look around, there's so many jerks. So it goes without saying that we are in danger of becoming huge jerks. Um, just being so focused on our kids and just this narrow, super competitive focus. And what are we doing, right? But we, I can laugh at myself, we can laugh at ourselves, and we have to keep working ourselves so we don't become huge jerks. Anyways, um, this Road to Character book. So what David Brooks does in this book, it's so good, is he basically narrates um, long pieces, chapters about people who have had, over history, have had outstanding characters. For example, these aren't these are names I'm familiar with, but I didn't really recall their life stories so much. Dorothy Day, Francis Perkins, Dwight Eisenhower, um, Samuel Johnson. Uh, there's more, not coming to me right now. Anyways, plenty of examples. And what's striking about each of these people, in most cases is, I mean, often hard work. That's a cliche that goes without saying. Everyone wants to work hard. But, you know, these people, it's really interesting. They have faults. Every single one of them is, like, loaded with faults. And, of course, we all are. And, um, but it is a good reminder that some people have uh, made it their life's work to uh, forget about themselves and focus on serving others. Um, and that, you know, and, and, and he talks about virtues and, and vices and, you know, I think in the hockey parent world, maybe pride is a big vice that I know I'm guilty of sometimes. And, and then, you know, he, the way he told it, you know, pride can sometimes be really obvious and look like arrogance, you know, with swagger and thinking you're the best and superior and everything. But the way he describes it, pride means also, um, it means thinking that your accomplishments or where you end up in life is due to what you've done, your accomplishments and everything. And actually, that's a very familiar, um, I think, thought pattern from what I can observe around me in the culture I'm immersed in. And I'm talking about myself too here, of course, not pointing fingers. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're proud only if you rate yourself superior to others, like you give yourself an A+, you worked hard, and now look at where you are. Even if you're down on yourself and you're envious of others and you're, and you're, you got hurt feelings because people aren't celebrating you or your kid or whatever, and you're giving yourself in your head, you're giving yourself like a D- minus, and you're, you're miserable because you think others are better than you or whatever you're still in that case, you're still, um, you could still be called proud or, you know, you're still in a, in a mindset of pride because you're still assuming that it's what you're doing that has caught what you're not failing to do. That's not working out. So anyways, long story short, and at least one of these, you know, these, um, sort of saints, that's the wrong word. One of these, um, role models thinking, you know, the, they're saying that it's kind of like, I don't know, predestined or something about what's going to happen to you, or none of us is fully in control of what happens in our lives. So to assume you are fully in control to either succeed or fail 
is an act of pride because um, you're the all-powerful one. But in fact, I think some wise people would say, maybe this is partly religious too, I don't know. In fact, you're not as in control of what's going on around you. And so I, I kind of like that. I mean, that really that really kind of hit me because, um, you know, it, it, it kind of takes you off the hook to just stop working on self-improvement all the time, you know, and stop like not get on your kids so, so much like do this better, do that better, work harder, this work harder, that because in a sense, you know, maybe some of it is less in your control than you would think. Anyways, take it as you will, something to reflect upon definitely related to being a hockey parent. And, um, what you all are going through when you face the ups and downs of, okay, your kid has a great game, your kid has a terrible game, um, your team wins, your team loses, you know, we're on top of the world, and then we're in the depths of despair. It definitely is a mellowing influence to take some of that responsibility off of your shoulders and just show up in service of the people around you, in service of the coach and his or her vision, in service of your child and their childhood and their important lessons they need to learn, you know, in service of the other parents and the team who may or may not be having a good day, you know, your neighbors, whoever, you know, and, and, and show up and be present to those people. Um, I think that there's a lot of room for us to be better sports parents anyways. And one way to get there is these great books, the road to character, David Brooks. So, yeah, let's wrap it up there. It's a deep and thoughtful week in the hockey world because we've lost some of our boys. And oh my gosh, there's some just tear jerking poetry out there online right now. These tributes. Uh, one lady wrote a poem about these boys up in heaven teaching the angels to skate and I'm like dying. Anyways, so um, quick summary with what we're up to in hockey this week. I'm driving up to Kamloops tomorrow for a tournament. Um, five hours on the Coquihalla. I'm actually looking forward to it. It's a nice straight shot. It's not a hard drive. And uh, hopefully facing some really good competition in, t- in the interior of BC. My son woke up this morning with pink eyes, so I had to take him to the doctor and get some drops. So, um, But I got right on it. I mean, it was the first stages of, so... I got right on. Now some of you, if you're with me, you're going to be like, eh, trying, no, I, I, I got right on it. He's already, he's already back at the rink right now, um, doing a lesson. Anyways, so that's how we deal with illness in the hockey world. Have a great weekend, everyone. And this is Holly out.